you know, it's interesting because with the, the adoption of traffic circles, there was this collection of people losing their minds uh, at, at one point or another. When, when these things started popping up, people couldn't understand it. They couldn't understand why it's beneficial. And, and we've come to understand since that when you're going through these intersections, whether it's a stop sign or a traffic light, they're dangerous because people aren't paying attention sometimes. And that can cause higher end speed collisions. Well, with the traffic circles, what it's forcing you to do is slow down. So even if there were a collision in a traffic circle, they're relatively low speeds, not as much damage. And heaven forbid a pedestrian's involved, the likelihood of them being okay is is higher. Well, now we're starting to see what's called road diets. And we don't have a ton of them here in the state of Michigan, but we are starting to see them pop up in places like in Kalamazoo and in Ferndale and Pleasant Ridge along that stretch of Woodward. Uh, Ferndale City Manager Joe Gacho is with us. And, and this, I understand, Joe, has been kind of a labor of love. This has been a long process. You guys have been looking at the pros and cons of installing these road diets in this portion of, of the town. Before we get into what these are exactly and, and, and how the, the roadway is going to change and evolve, I want to talk a little bit about the process that you and, and others in the city of Ferndale have gone through to weigh whether or not this would be beneficial or not. Yeah, sure. You know, um, I'll spare you too much history, but I will take you back, you know, about, I think, 2014 or 2015, city council opted to uh, adopt a complete streets plan for locally for the city of Ferndale. And a complete streets plan really just has the city step back and reconsider what uses and what are the priorities uh, that make up a street, right? And so the metro area really is focused on vehicles as the priority for years getting people from point A to point B with vehicles. But it's really less concerned about the local traffic. It's less concerned about safety. It's less concerned about pedestrian accessibility, mm -hmm. specifically designing for the pedestrian first. And so the complete streets just says, let's take all these other modes and, and things into consideration. And that's, that's what we started with in 14. And then you see uh, Ferndale actually is, is not a stranger to road diets. We had a first road diet in, to Livernois uh, in okay about 2017-2018 and that really is um, you know that's a project that really established on-street parking for the first time but it also established protected bike lanes mm -hmm. uh, as a key conduit connecting into Detroit and what you see from that is really uh, my view uh, a thriving neighborhood that is now interacting within the businesses on that corridor more so than it was before you see new businesses popping up that are slower uses, like um, you know, the former Axel Brewing Company, now the Ferndale Project, is there, and that's become a hub for neighborhood uh, hospitality. It's and it's, it's it's frankly drawing people to that business, and I think mm -hmm. you're seeing more retail spaces uh, pop up in that business uh, or in the, on that corridor. So uh, there's some there's some safety principles or some economic principles at play here. On that on that road diet. No, well, we, we mimicked the same project on Woodward Heights, and so you okay. see Woodward Heights, which is a main pass-through corridor locally, uh, going east to west in Ferndale. You see a lot of uh, businesses thriving there. It's a former industrial sector, you know, really used to a lot of truck traffic. That's how we treated it for a long time. But mm -hmm. now, you know, there's also residents adjacent to that neighborhood, and so we're treating it differently. And you're seeing traffic slow down. You're seeing more residents walking on the sidewalk, accessing businesses that are now coming in to serve that area not just industrial anymore. 
Well, and so and, and, and essentially what road diets are is they're taking you're cutting down on the, the number of traffic lanes there are. You're narrowing them and you're widening the pedestrian walkways, the bike lanes, the, the sidewalks. Right. And, and so it does make it a much more pedestrian friendly, walkable uh, street, if you will. What's interesting is if you look at like the Department of Transportation, they talk about the number of pedestrian fatalities all the way back to 2016, 72 percent of pedestrian fatalities happened at crosswalks where pedestrians are supposed to cross the street. But when you install these road diets, that number gets cut down by 19% in urban areas, 47% in the suburbs like Ferndale. And so you see from a, if, if you want that walkability, this is a real viable option for your roadway. So what are you doing on Woodward here? That would, yeah. would change that roadway and make this a true road diet and then obviously more uh, pedestrian friendly. Yeah, Woodward is a little bit of our previous projects on steroids, right? It's mm-hmm. one, it's a state highway. It's eight lanes. Those eight lanes cut right through the heart of downtown. So Ferndale's experience on Woodward is different than other communities on Woodward. It is our downtown and it's cut in half. So what we're doing is eliminating uh, two of the outer traffic lanes and we are changing some of the on-street parking in favor of adding uh, cycle track lanes, which are two-way bicycle lanes on the outside, uh, on the outer lanes of Woodward now. So what you have is you'll still have six traffic lanes for vehicles, but now you're going to have two dedicated bike lanes that accommodate two-way traffic, cycle traffic. And in doing so, you're reducing those crossing times, right? You're reducing how long of a distance it is for the pedestrian to cross from one side of the street to the other which is going to slow traffic down, it's going to reduce crossing times, and it should speak to uh, some of the traffic safety issues that we've seen on Woodward before in Ferndale. So when you're when you're sitting down with the, the, the city council and, and, and stockholders in the city, and, and this idea gets thrown out there in the 20-teens, what considerations do you take into effect? Is it, is it just traffic volume? Is it safety? Is it uh, access to, to the downtown? What... what what do you look at when you consider a project like this? Well, first, you build from your mission and values. And as I said, the city council had already adopted the policy that said we want to be more inclusive and more considerate. So you start with that, and then you look at Woodward. We know the state has a resurfacing plan coming up. That doesn't happen that often. So that, that presents itself an opportunity. And we're able to work with the state to shift their deadline around, which would allow us to go through the hoops that we had to go through. We had to do a traffic study. We had to do a safety study. We we had to do all kinds of studies and submit those to the state uh, via their, they call it a road diet checklist, but we had to submit all that stuff. And, you know, that took about two to three years for them to, to go through. And here we are today. We, we got construction going. What is the, obviously you talked a little bit about the, the business impact and, and, and the positive business impact that we, that you've seen to certain companies, certain businesses, certain eateries, whatever it is. Is the idea here is that d- does Ferndale become more tractable to businesses, restaurants, uh, eateries, whatever, um, m- maybe over some other cities in the in the area just because wow. of the walkability factor, because you're going to have more foot traffic in front of your business? I think that's how we view it. You know, I think, uh, you know, there's been a predominant narrative that, you know, accommodating vehicle traffic and accommodating a ton of parking is what makes for a successful business environment. And, you know, I think we disagree with that. We think making a place for people to want to walk, to want to come and stay for a while, uh, making a place that's inclusive and accommodating to all modes of accessibility, uh, that is what's going to accommodate interest. And interest 
foot traffic is what's going to accommodate business attraction. You know, as I said, we are seeing that in, in real time in Woodward Heights on Livernois, and you know, even I could say on East Nine Mile in front of City Hall. East Nine Mile, you know, they had we added bike lanes and we slowed down traffic here, with traffic islands, and I've, I've seen development. We're looking at about 150 units of residential units that are that are coming online or have come mm-hmm. online since 2016, since we did that. Yeah. Well, and, and of course, as a city manager, somebody who's, who's intimately involved with the city, you, you have to be cognizant of the fact that, yes, you want to attract businesses, you want to make sure people are coming to the downtown areas, but at the same time, I, I have to imagine... It's not all uh, roses. There's probably people that are that have been pushed back uh, uh, on this idea. Have you have you gotten any negative feedback on this or people against it, uh, as you're aware? Sure. You know, elements of change. There's going to be two sides of a coin with change. And there are there's other people with perspectives, uh, you know, concerns about, you know, this slowing traffic down and impeding their commute. And I and I hear that and I get that. But, you know, I don't think that Ferndale wants to be a city that's designed to accommodate a commute um, sure you know you want, want people you to, to stop <laughs> we want you to stop yeah. so you know all due respect and i do uh, while i understand that you know the traffic study shows that we're really only going to slow your commute times which is you know you're looking at between 7 to 9 a.m or between 5 and 6 p.m in, in the evenings mm-hmm. you know the study shows we estimate things to slow down by at most you know 45 seconds to two minutes sure but to a commuter stuck at a red light, I recognize that that can feel like forever. Well, and and, and, and here's the deal. I mean, I think at some point change is, is scary and people don't want to alter their day to day, but it's, it's just like these traffic circles that have popped up everywhere in this state. You become accustomed to them. You become used to it. And then you work that into your daily routine. Uh, Joe Gacho, appreciate the time and insight, and uh, we'll continue to keep an eye on this project. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the interest. Got to take a break. More coming up next on JR Afternoon.